Hello and welcome to another edition of the Anything Goes podcast WandaVision review episode. Another fantastic week of WandaVision television this week where we had further developments in the show but the episode was mostly centred around the fact that we were seeing everything that's happened so far from the real world, from the other side, which was absolutely fantastic and we're going to go into some of the details very shortly. Just want to remind you that if you want to follow me on Instagram to see all of the latest posts and news about WandaVision and anything else, please follow me on Anything Goes Podcast underscore 616 on Instagram. Send me there for uh, any questions on there for future podcasts or anything you think of following this podcast. So we are going to go again, as we did last week, in our new structure for the WandaVision podcast. We're going to go into an overview of the episode. We are going to look at the key points and takeaways from this episode. Any Easter eggs, predictions going forward as a result of the episode and give it an overall rating. Now, I want to start with a bit of a rating. I actually thought this was the weakest of the episode so far. Not that I didn't enjoy it. I just felt that the, um, I would say the chemistry between Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, so Vision and Wanda, has been the thing that has got me into it the most, as well as the intrigue as to what's happening. I think the fact that this episode was very much, uh, we knew what was going on in terms of there was no real development of the story other than we saw what it was like from the other side. So... As I say that, let's get started with the overview. Now, the episode, as I say, was a a visual representation of basically what we've seen so far, but from the other side. And this film started with a really nice connection to the wider MCU and the negative impact and the horrible impact that the snap of Thanos had on the wider world. Because we see Monica Rambo returning um, in a hospital. You know, she was expecting to be in a patient's room that was about to go for surgery or was recovering from surgery she we saw her pieced back together which was a really dramatic way for that to happen and chaos ensued and it turns out that her mother was the hospital patient and that she had died three years ago so you know we see that um, Maria Rambo has passed away but then we shortly after find out that Maria Rambo is a captain within S.W.O.R.D. and that Monica Rambo helped to set S.W.O.R.D. up. Of course, we assume that's going to be alongside Nick Fury in the formation of that, as well as, of course, Nick Fury helping to start out S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, that she is expecting to go back into action following her time away due to the blip. Now, we also, in this episode, you know, we're going to go through it. It's going to be very back and forth um, in the way that I present it, as it was in the last one. But we go from the hospital, we go to Sword HQ, which looks very much like Shields HQ or Avengers HQ from the previous film. So sticking with what is a very similar setup in the MCU, which is great that they have that consistency still. We, of course, then see Monica, uh, sorry Maria trying to get into Sword. Her card won't work, and that's, of course... Again, referencing the fact that she's not been there for three years, so they've probably changed the systems around that. Um, She gets a bit of attitude from the guy at the front desk, which is something that I noticed throughout the guys that work for S.W.O.R.D. um, in the camp outside of Westview as well as here, give a bit of attitude towards our main characters. So I don't know whether that's got something to do with where we're going in the future, but that was something that I picked up on. Um, And we see Maria looking at a picture of her mother um, who is up on the wall as one of the founders. Uh, As we saw in her name, it said Photon. Uh, So it was um, Monica Photon 
Rambo. Now, Photon is the name of the hero that Maria becomes in the comic books. Um, she serves as Captain Marvel for a little bit. She has, also has her own extraterrestrial powers. Photon, um, whether that is just a little nod to the comic books and that character, or we are actually going to see Photon in the future, it will be very, very interesting. Um, so Maria is sent on a mission which is just a, a very simple... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, where she's just supposed to accompany a drone, essentially. A chaperone sort of thing. That's, I guess, the word that I was looking for. And um, we find out that her mum had expected her to come back. But we are seeing now the out, uh, the fallout in that she is not allowing Maria to go on to extraterrestrial missions. So... We have to assume that she had done in the past or was set to go on to extraterrestrial missions, but she is being kept on Earth for now. Uh, we follow Monica to Westview. We see that Westview is a real place, but everyone around it has amnesia and can't remember the place or anyone in it. We see how she ends up in there. Of course, she meets up with Jimmy Woo and the first key point, or sorry, the first Easter egg that I want to touch on that some of you might not have seen or might not have noticed at the time the relevance of this. But Jimmy Woo, when he meets Monica, uh, Maria Rambo, um, he does a little card trick to give his personal card over. If you cast your mind back to Ant-Man and the Wasp, he is bemused by the fact that Scott Lang, who is Ant-Man, of course, can do this card trick and asks him how to do it. Clearly, in between Ant-Man and the Wasp and now, he has learned to do that card trick. So I thought that was a really nice Easter egg and a nice little callback there. Um, so they sort of meet up for the first time and we see that... Um, Maria gets sucked into the force field when she is trying to assess what it is. Of course, the drone disappears that they try to put in there, and that is, of course, the drone that we see further into the series. Uh, sorry, further into this episode, and what we saw in episode two, which was the one that crashed into Wanda's bush. Of course, it becomes retrofied, which we see happens with Maria when she gets sucked in there. The beekeeper gentleman, as well, um, as well as the line that he is. Uh, attached to turning into a skipping rope so very very interesting now it is important to note that i thought another easter egg whether this was just again a nod or whether it's anything relevant the um the drone that they sent in was in the red and blue and yellow of captain marvel so again they just give little nods the drone was in the color coding of captain marvel's outfit but whether that's something that S.W.O.R.D. have done intentionally because they're sort of set up due to the events of Captain Marvel or is it just, you know, something that they coincidentally have done? I just thought it was an interesting one. Um, similarly, the helicopter's serial number or the drone's serial number was 82. Um, that might be a reference to the first appearance of Vision, which was in um, number 82 comics. Um, of the Avengers so you know again a really nice little connection there and I'm sure there are loads of things like that that I miss um, but just aware of that one so um, we see that you know everything that goes into this force field does make its way into the town and it is retrofied I think it was really interesting to see that the beekeeper was not necessarily some form of uh, antagonist it was just someone in a hazmat suit that was sent into this world and the beekeeper outfit was sort of the retro version of his hazmat suit so that was really really interesting as well so you know we see him go into the sewers and that's why he comes out of the drain pipe or the the um drain cover in episode two um we also saw a lot of the 
base that we saw set up in previous episodes, of course, when Wanda sends Maria Rambo flying out at the end of episode three, we saw the sword set up, and here we got a bigger um, exposure to it. And, of course, we saw the return of Darcy, and um, Darcy, who, again, for those of you that don't know, is only really featured in Thor and Thor The Dark World, which was the second Thor movie. Um, but now, you know, she's gone and got her doctorate by the looks of it, and she's going to be one of our key characters alongside Jimmy Woo and Maria Rambo here. Um, we find out basically how they're watching this as well, whilst Darcy is scanning for what are high amounts of radiation, which I thought was a really key point. Is that something that's caused by Wanda? Is that maybe something that Wanda, um, you know, doing this to Westview is causing, or is it something that's causing Wanda to act the way she is? Um she picks up a broadcast signal and that's how we find out that she is watching the show and that S.W.O.R.D. are now able to watch the show. They're unsure how, essentially, this is happening, but, of course, we know that um, by the end, Maria reveals that it's all Wanda. Now, I'm just going to say early on that I don't think Wanda is the bad person in this show. I think that they're just deliberately trying to make it look like Wanda is the villain of the piece by the way that she acted in the final scene and the way that um, Maria, when she comes out, is so surprised that it's potentially Wanda that's doing everything. But we will have to wait and see how that progresses in future episodes. So, you know, as I mentioned there, we get to see that scene between Monica and Wanda where they discuss Ultron and Pietro and how Monica is expelled from the world. And we t- it turns out that it is Wanda that pushes her out with her powers. She pushes her through all of the houses in Westview, but then she is the one that rebuilds them as well and then pretends that everything's okay. So again, it's her... Um, that is in control of things and she like literally says to vision i am still you know i'm totally in control of everything so it's really interesting that it is wonder who's in control of everything or is it again is it just the fact that wonder thinks she's in control of everything and someone else is doing this to her um speaking of who's doing it to her we did also see the scene where jimmy woo comes through on the radio but in the broadcast this was cut out now we have to be wondering now at this point then who's doing the cuts and the broadcasting because if it's Wanda I don't you know how does she know that she's being watched is it a is it a bigger power at play um you know because in Wanda's version she's having these conversations like the one with um Captain Rambo where she pushes her out she doesn't cut that she has that conversation so is Wanda do the one editing the footage or is it in fact someone else so all very interesting still um so yeah, she's the one that um forces Rambo out of this force field area, out of Westview. Vision comes in very concerned again, but when Wanda turns around, Vision is dead. He has got the grey face, the infinity stone is no longer in his head. Wanda looks away and when she looks back, he is back to normal. Now is this a flashback or is it the fact that they are actually like you know Wanda's actually animating Vision's dead body that would be a really really um dark way of looking at it and a dark way of doing it but it's not something I would put past Marvel in the way that they've been quite dark in the past but also you have to wonder whether the MCU is going to be a little darker going forward we know that the emphasis is going away um you know from space and is more towards magic in the next phase with regards to, you know, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, we've got WandaVision, we've got um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So it's it's interesting to see how this progresses from here. Um, but 
is Vision dead <laughs> or is he alive and that was just a flashback or is Vision there at all? Um, you know, we have to speculate all of these different things. Now, there are there are a lot of theories still to consider as to whether this is Wanda, whether it's someone else. Is it the fact that she's doing it out of grief and someone's given her the opportunity to have a life with Vision, as I mentioned in the last episode? Is she maybe doing it out of fear? You know, she's made a deal with the devil or she's come into contact with Mephisto, you know, the devil version in the MCU. And she's made some sort of deal or she's just doing this out of fear because they know how to control her. You know, there are so many different things we can think about. But the main theory is still that Mephisto, Nightmare or the Grim Reaper are the ones that are heavily involved here. And that Wanda is not actually the main villain. Now, that's sort of an overview of the episode. In terms of the key points and takeaways, the first thing I want to say is clearly Darcy and Jimmy Woo are going to be the main characters outside of the WandaVision area if that makes sense um with rambo also being a key character in there as well there wasn't anyone else that was really highlighted except the new director of sword um you know we're still unsure if it's wonder as um captain rambo says when she's expelled from the world but i think that it's not wonder i think that it's going to be someone else being in control and i think that feeds into the next key point whether again this was noticed they were identifying and keeping a record of everything that people were doing in the series and then trying to ID them as people from the real world. Interestingly, the only people they couldn't get IDs for were Agnes and Dottie. So as we've speculated in the previous episodes, is that because they are the ones behind this? Are they Mephisto and the Grim Reaper or Nightmare and the Grim Reaper, you know, any combination. Are they the ones that are running this and they're in disguise? Of course, they are the ones that have mentioned the devil before. They are the ones that have seemingly kept the other neighbours quiet. So it could be very, very interesting. Of course, there is um, the storyline link, of course. Um, Wanda, <laughs> in the comic books, uses a piece of the soul of Mephisto to create her children. And in earlier episodes, there's the weird chant of for the children from the townsfolk when they're in the party planning sort of um, scene. And you have to wonder whether Mephisto is allowing Wanda to have this reality so that he can have two, you know, super-powered children at his disposal. Maybe that's the way that this is all going to play out. But, again, it's all speculation. We haven't... This episode, like I said, it was very much just tying things together from each side for us to go forward next time. So next week's episode is going to be a really, really, really good one, I think. Um, it's really interesting as well. One of the questions on the whiteboard um, that Jimmy Wu wrote up and we found out um, just prior to him writing it up was that the area that they are in, that Wanda has sectioned off, is exactly hexagonal. Is that any reference? I've looked online. I can't find any reference to it, but you know, it could be something that's really important. It could just be as simple as it's the same sort of shape as the Infinity Stone in Vision's head. But if you've got an idea, please let me know on the Instagram page, as I said beforehand. Um, another key point is to see that we have actually now seen Wanda using her full power as well. You know, when she removed Captain Rambo from her world. Wanda completely lost it, very angry, and used her full power, not just to fix something, but also to um, push her out of this protected world. But she's obviously aware, this is the thing, I guess that, you know, Rambo saying that it's Wanda, it's all Wanda, 
you can see why she has that impression because Wanda's the one that eliminates her from that world. It's Wanda's alternative reality and Wanda's clearly aware of the fact that she can remove her. I said this last week, she's clearly aware that she can remove her from this reality. So you have to question whether it is Wanda or it's someone else doing it for Wanda or helping, you know, there's something at play here and it's going to be so interesting to see how they reveal that over the coming weeks. Um, but I personally think that it's Agnes and someone else or, you know, someone else with the help of Agnes specifically preying on Wanda's weakness and grief. Um, and they're making out that Wanda's the villain, but surely that's not the case here. I don't think that they're going to turn Wanda into the next big villain of the MCU, especially if we have barely explored Wanda as an Avenger so far. So that would be a really strange one. But, you know, those are all the key points. Now, we're going to look at the Easter eggs as well. We've talked about the Jimmy Woo card trick. Um, it was really great to see that they've continued to focus on the events that have happened in previous Marvel films. Of course, we saw S.W.O.R.D. and their base, and they sort of talked about how they were brought into being. We also saw the fact that people came back from the snap in different ways and the chaos that that caused. Um... Again, we've already mentioned that Agnes and Dottie were unable to be um, identified. That's a potential Easter egg for the fact that they aren't real people. They're actually these villains from other dimensions or other worlds in the Grim Reaper. And um, Mephisto could also be Agatha Harkness, who is a witch in the MCU that has a lot of involvement with Wanda, could be Agnes in this. Um, we know from the adverts that in a future episode Agnes is dressed as a witch which could be another um, nod to the character that she's playing um, <clears throat> but again something very interesting to speculate on uh, another easter egg of course was the Vision's dead face with the stone removed from his head of course that's a flashback to Infinity War where we see Thanos rip the mind stone straight from the head of Vision the Name Photon, we've already seen and discussed there as well. And we talked about the drone being in the colours of Captain Marvel before going into the world and being changed. Now, those are all the key things to discuss from this episode. I think, although this episode has gone a similar length to last week's, I think that this one's probably got the least to talk about in terms of our speculation and things actually happening because it was an episode that very much tied things together. Now, my main prediction going forward is that I still think someone is controlling or torturing Wanda. Even though Monica says that it's Wanda, there's still no red in the force field. You know, the red force field, uh, sorry, the force field that's sort of containing Westview and all of this reality that is what we're seeing. Wanda, you know, even when she expelled Monica from it, there was no red in the force field. But we see red every time Wanda tries to do something. So... I think that's a really key point to remember is that if it were Wanda, and I know that she's more powerful than any other being that we've seen so far, and I know that she can eliminate, uh, sorry, um, alter reality in the comic books, but are we going to say that this is all her? Because I just think that we see a bit more clearly her influence on it. But again, what are we going to see going forward? Um, I think going into the next episode, we will see more of a split between the the side Wanda and Vision are in and the side that Sword are 
spending their time on outside of the force field. And I think that we're going to see Wiccan and Speed growing up in the next episode. They hopefully will be at toddler level and hopefully their powers will start to be explored as well. There's not a lot to predict really um, different in terms of this episode impacting things. I think all the key predictions that we made before that this is Mephisto... Uh, Wanda's being controlled or has made a deal with the devil. Vision is still dead and she's sort of doing something to create this. Wiccan and Speed, are they going to be actually in the MCU or not? You know, it's all still the same. This episode's not really cleared any of that up. It's not. It's given maybe more questions than answers because we had all our original questions and now this has got us asking new ones. But a really good episode again. Um, in terms of an overall rating, because there, are, because there aren't many predictions, the overall rating I gave this one was a 6 out of 10. Now, that's not, again, this is a really good episode and a great series so far. But the reason I'm giving this a lower rating is just because I don't think it did much for progressing the story. What it did do, it gave us an insight into what has been happening from the real world side of this force field um, for the people watching the developments that we are seeing but for me, it's just an episode given a background from the real world side and it tied together some things that have happened in the MCU and what's happened so far, as well as introducing characters that are going to be really key in this story, whether they are introduced for the first time, like Rambo and the guy running Sword, or the fact that it's bringing back in players like Jimmy Woo and Darcy. So overall, a 6 out of 10 episode, nothing wrong with it just wasn't as good for me especially coming off that really interesting episode three but where we had vision um and his very dead face that was a great scene that i thought was a really creative way to embed that in there to continue asking questions as i say it continues giving us things to speculate on and every week i will be here to make sure that i speculate those things for you and fill in the gaps where i can hopefully this has been a helpful episode once again as i say for all the latest news please follow me on instagram it's anything goes podcast underscore 616 any questions you have send to that link uh, sorry that account i can send out links to people who want them if you send me an email or a message elsewhere But this has been episode four of the WandaVision review from the Anything Goes podcast. I look forward to seeing you next Saturday for episode five's review and I will see you soon.